Welcome to Sunday Night Unknowns, a podcast where we summarize and discuss the horror genre in general, whether it be movie or game. To remind those that are listening, you are on 89.7 WC Eau Claire, Wisconsin. That again is 89.7 WC Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And today we're going to be discussing Amnesia the Bunker, which was released on June 6, 2023 by Fictional Games, who actually developed and published this game as well. The Bunker is a first-person, semi-open horror game set in World War One Bunker. A relentless AI-driven monster stalks you. Survival depends on finding tools, crafting items, and keeping the lights on, and making very little noise. The story follows you, of course, with amnesia. You don't remember who you are or where you are, but you quickly learn that you have to survive and get out of the bunker to get away from whatever monster has massacred everybody down there. There is limited supply, so you can't stay long, or else a gruesome fate will fall upon you. We follow the perspective of Henry Clément, a French soldier. The game opens with you running across an active battlefield and soon to traverse the trenches, avoiding German soldiers. You get ambushed and your friend Augustin Lambert comes to the rescue, who shoots down the ambushing soldiers. The trench is soon gassed after that event and Augustin gives you a gas mask and guides you to safety. During that event, you are met with a memory of Henry and Augustin chatting as they played a game of chance with dice. Henry wins the game with a sleight of hand trick, basically just cheating, and Augustine, as part of their wager, had to go on a patrol that evening in place of Henry, which has been ordered by the sergeant that day. We move on to the next scene where Henry is traversing no man's land in search of Augustine because he hadn't returned from his duty after a couple of days. He finds him injured in a huge crater, rushing to aid him. Henry offers his friend water from the crater and then proceeds to drag him back. They are then ambushed by German soldiers and Henry is hit by a mortar getting knocked out and critically injured in the process. Cuts out at that moment and you soon wake up to find yourself in a hospital bed in the medical ward of a bunker. Henry discovers that something terrible has happened in the bunker after he woke up while he was in a coma as he comes across signs of violence, blood, and mutilated bodies. Salvaging a wind-up German flashlight, Henry traverses the bunker where he comes across a dying comrade who happens to be your sergeant. You find him in the officer's mess hall. The sergeant explains that a monster had attacked the bunker and he pretty much directs him away to get out, which is exploding the exit as it's been sealed off by their officers when they fled, trapping the rest of the people inside. He directs you to get his revolver and he pleads that you mercy kill him to spare him a gruesome death at the hands of the beast. Unfortunately, when you get the gun you get back to him, he's quickly killed by the beast before Henry could carry out his wish. You are now left on your own to escape the bunker before your resources run out, traversing a huge winding map which is randomized each playthrough, not one is the same. And throughout your journey you collect letters, photos, and many other relics as you discover the truth behind what happened in the context of the creature roaming in the halls. Moving on to the more nitty gritty parts of this game. So when Henry and Augustine got hit by the mortar when Henry's trying to save them, uh, 
pretty much Henry got head trauma, which put him in an amnesia coma, hence why he couldn't remember who he was at first and what happened or where he was. But oddly enough, Augustine was the one to bring him back. He was the one who quickly recovered from his injuries, which is weird because you don't just all of a sudden recover from a mortar being blasted at you. Kind of wacky just because, you know, he's he's all fine. And like that basically is a big explosion that honestly could kill you. But I guess it, it was like far, like you can see it was far enough away to knock um, Clemo really hard onto his head. So obviously he got the amnesia because concussion and loveliness. But even when you complete a full playthrough of the game, uh, you kind of realize, like, oh, hey, you know, now that sort of makes sense why he recovered so fast is because he's the one that turned into the monster in the end, which I think is really unfortunate and really sad. So the main question is, what happened to Lambert or Augustine Lambert? What, what, how did he become the monster? So basically, you get to learn the origin of how that water turned him into something gruesomely horrible. And if you look at his model, he is horrifying. He's like this huge blob monster with a really long neck and just overly it, grotesque. And- it's really deformed. Honestly, it kind of reminds me of just like different mutants from radiation poisoning. Yeah. Like, even though radiation really wasn't a thing. Back in World War One, it, it's still like it. That's what it reminds me of, just of how bad it. And that must have honestly been painful transforming too, like having your limbs grow out that long. Yeah. That that must have been really painful. Throughout the game, as I said, you find notes, and there is a certain log of notes that you find is from one of his comrades who was in his free time researching the tunnels that they found while trying to figure out a way to ambush the Germans, and he finds out that these tunnels have a very sinister history behind them. They were, for one, they were Roman tunnels. They were, and they, he found texts in them that were, seemed Latin, but weren't quite Latin. They were Latin in nature, but not completely. And when he was able to translate them, he found out that they were trying to find a way to immortality. In order to find that way to an immortality, they were supposed to embrace the darkness. And so they had these really bloody, gross bacchanals and messed up rituals in order to appease the darkness and to praise the darkness. They pretty much found a way to immortality, and that was the point of the tunnels, was like a gate to the underworld to gain that immortality. And so he pretty much went insane after finding that all out because people thought he was crazy and was trying to warn him about it like this. These tunnels are awful and we need to stay out of them. They're bad. But it is insinuated that you find out that the water comes from those temples and that's kind of sinister history. And that's why Augustine Lambert turned into the monster is that he gained immortality, but with a cost. And unfortunately, this wasn't by choice. You know, Henry thought he was trying to save his friend by giving him water to drink so that he could not dehydrate and just try to, I guess, keep his brain active. When in all reality, he doomed his friend to this fate. Which I wonder, why would you think, oh yes, black goop, good thing to give to my friend while they're in critical condition. Clearly that's no nothing suspicious about the black glistening goop in this huge giant crater. Nothing, nothing suspicious at all about that. I just feel bad that he was kind of like forced to unknowingly drink it when he was in and out of consciousness. It just, it's. It's very, it's a very unfortunate circumstance. And what's even more unfortunate is that we get to see how his transformation goes through notes that he writes about just like feeling bloodthirsty, the need to kill and the need to massacre. And it just becomes increasingly more and more and more intense until he finally gives in, becomes the beast. 
at, at first he realizes, oh, I became really strong. I'm like full of energy, but it soon becomes a curse and he turns into what we, we see now in the game. Something really interesting about the gameplay surrounding the monster is that he's heavily reliant on noise. And you can freely move objects, so you can move boards, boxes, but if you break like a glass or a box, or if you accidentally slam something on the ground, he will come. He can hear very well, even though he can't really see, and he tends to avoid the light, he can hear you. So you gotta be very careful with noise and very gentle with everything you touch. Especially if, like, if you need to, like, blow up a door or something, especially with the dynamite, you have to be very quiet getting into that, like, to those hiding spots because he will come out immediately searching for you, even though he can't see you very well. Like, he'll, like, just start going through everything. So it's it's, it's very, I like that aspect of the game because it's very, like, okay, I got to be cautious. Like, where there's other games where it says, I guess, to not make noise, it's, I guess, more in intel for like running or yeah and you can't really up. run from him he's way too fast the best thing you can do is hide and hope and what's even worse is that he can traverse through pipes he can traverse through walls and halfway through the game he makes like there's a bunch of holes throughout the area that he comes out of and halfway through the game you have like a safe space at the start but you see that there is a hole that he made so it gives you that sense of urgency like i am not safe anywhere he can be anywhere he knows where you are hiding, pretty much. It's just like you can run, but you can't hide, and you can barely run, so you're just doomed. You pretty much are just doomed. And I kind of like how in the end, or at least when you get to the arsenal, you have to be very, very, very quiet because that's like one of the main areas where he likes to hang out is like that arsenal area because of all the little rats that run around. Moving on from Lambert and just the beast in general, I think what is the like the most what gets the gold star is the interactivity of the game. At the very start, it tells you that you can pretty much solve anything as long as you're creative. You, There's not one right way to do something in that game. And I find that super cool. Not a lot of horror games have that ability to have like that creativity. Usually there's just like a straight objective. Your only objective is to get the heck out of there. And it's really cool too because as we mentioned in our Devourer episode, we spent 15 minutes trying to figure out how to get past the front gate in the farmhouse. Like, that took us so long because there's only one specific way you could do it. Whereas here, you can take however long you want. I mean, it's very urgent, but you can do so many different ways, whether it be a long way or a short way. Preferably a short way because you can run out of uh, supplies and lose the game. Yeah, pretty so. much. But it, you can still do it how you see fit and still think about it. And every single time, like, even if you complete the game, want to do it again it won't be the same like everything will be put in a different area and that's also what i like about it is that it's never the same thing twice and also i i really like how it gives you the sense of nowhere is safe because even the halls they have a bunch of traps that the soldiers left and you can trip them and you can get hurt or you can attract lambert the beast and it's just it's so cool that they put so many interactive things in that game to really give you a sense of like fear and urgency that I need to get out of here and like I can't really hide anywhere and just stay there even the safe space isn't safe as I said before yeah there's there's that hole back there and I also like how you know there's no food for you to eat so you couldn't stay there for more than three days even if you wanted to there's no fresh water and there's no food you're gonna run out of gas you're gonna run out of bombs and the arsenal stuff eventually to defend yourself with and so, fuel oh yeah there's it's a bunch of wine but that's, Otherwise, that's not gonna save you. Wine won't. <laughs> that's not gonna save you. Wine can make you happy, but it will not save you it, from a big giant 
scary monster. I mean, you can drink all of it and then kind of just lay there and wait for the inevitable to happen, but... No, no. But uh, it's just so cool how they made such an interactive map that isn't always the same either. I know there have been some critiques of that. It's not a true amnesia, but I feel like it's its own amnesia. And it's really cool that they created something out of the amnesia idea and like spread it out instead of keeping it so linear. Yeah, like because in the other amnesia, I know we talked about rebirth and we talked about what goes on and how they kind of had it all connected in the same storyline. But now them adventuring out of it, but still keeping that amnesia sort of aspect to it i like it i like the like the custom stories that come out sometimes or the different uh games that have different storylines because it's something new and it's not always going to be like the same reoccurring thing like i guess an example would be like the fast and furious movies like the first couple were great but then it was just the same thing over and over again and it got really boring really fast in my opinion and what's really good about this game is the replayability because even though the story is the same the way to go buy it is not because in the other amnesias it's kind of the same thing you go through the same stuff but this one really like blossoms and let you really embellish in your creativity i think foundation games really hit the mark with this one i it, it is 25 dollars on steam but honestly i think that'd be worth it this is such a cool game where you're able to do more than just your, your average, like, oh, I got a couple objectives, and this is how you play it, end of story. No, there are so many different ways you can play this game. There are so many different, I guess, possibilities of how the map will turn out. Even though the story is the same, the gameplay is just yeah. 10 out of 10. Another important factor is that you always have to keep the lights on because that's what's keeping him from constantly being, like, walking around, keeping him in the walls. So that at least you get a chance to run around a little more freely as long as you're quiet. But once the fuel runs out on the generator, you're kind of screwed. Because he, he'll be able to, able to run around freely and he'll be in search of you. And usually he'll end up finding you. Pretty so, fast. Yeah, because he's like with without sight, all the other senses are heightened. Which is the main ones really needed here are sound and set and smell yeah those two are highly yeah he's a beast too so he's gonna be able to sniff you out when going through the game and realizing like what henry did and realizing this all could have been avoided if he had just taken the shift like a man and not cheated his way out of it in some of the notes like going to that some of the notes reveal that he is deeply regretting cheating and getting lambert put in the position he was put in and i I think that he deserves to feel that regret. Poor Lambert. You know, you you cheated and you sent someone to a terrible demise. I think it's both bad for them because Henry could have never known. And I mean, he was just following the logic of like, you know, Lambert always pranks on me. So I'm going to prank on him because this is a fairly safe mission. That's what the sergeant said. And it ended up not being safe. That's true, I guess. But still, I mean... I would feel a bunch of regret. Yeah, I, I would. I would feel regret, regret if it ended up someone being having a more gruesome fate than death. Yeah, like the survivor's guilt, or like the, just that's kind of what it is, survivor's guilt. Yeah. But it's. I, I definitely think that some of that regret is deserved because you know he cheated. And in the end, it ended up with a death of pretty much the entire bunker. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he doesn't escape necessarily either, though. He doesn't escape death either because. 
one the ending that you get, whether you decide to kill Lambert or not. Quote unquote kill. Yeah, quote unquote. And whether you decide to banish him or not, the ending is that you get out, you know, you're running and you fall into a crater and get surrounded by German soldiers. The same crater that you find Lambert in, you fall in and then you hear dogs barking and Germans shouting and it cuts right there, leaving you it, it leaves the end like what happens to Henry ambiguous. I think that he was probably taken as a war prisoner and eventually after either not saying anything or you know like confessing all he could and the germans you know had had their use of him they killed him honestly i think his his fate in the end is death just to also mention is that when he falls in the crater you can see a bunch of dead bodies but i don't know if they're from lambert because i doubt he he didn't know that there was a way out because that the way you get out is blocked off. So I think that was the Germans. So I'm pretty sure you probably were added on to the body count right there and then. That's that's another possibility too. But again, it's war. So honestly, this was World War One. So they were probably trying to figure out a way to get, you know, to Germans were trying to figure out a way to get, get leverage. Inside. Yeah, or but, get an insight on their next attack. Yeah. But. So maybe it was a combination of the both. They tried to interrogate him. He didn't say anything. So they were like, you know what? We don't need you. There are technically two endings. One ending is that you escape. Well, both endings you will escape. But the first ending is that you escape, you fall in the crater, and you see Lambert, the beast form. He gets out, and he runs away. Mm -hmm. He's out and about. Yeah, if you let him live. Yeah, and then the second ending, you have to distract him with the toy when you're in the huge, giant arena that they mention with the Roman tunnels. And then you break the wooden kind of platform. platform, and then he falls into the abyss and which he basically just gets trapped there until either someone builds a way down that also leads back up or people are dumb enough to go down there yeah. honestly and there's all there's going to be archaeologists that will probably go down there honestly we can speculate that because that's what archaeologists do they study the ancient uh, buildings texts everything really that involves with history so someone if that ending is canon will probably end up going down there and Mm -hmm. finding lambert but at the same time i also kind of like if you let him live or not fall to the abyss that he's out there now and yeah and that's a big no-no because you're having a bloodthirsty monster that is either immortal or hard to kill i'm pretty sure he's more immortal as i said before yeah or we're pretty sure he's immortal but i also think that make for a really i don't know like a really cool second story like if like it was a continuation on to that you're now following either another soldier that was possibly out of the bunker and on a mission when the first events took place or Or we speed up to like the future and then him being found somewhere and you're gonna have to like figure out how to escape or get rid of him yeah like you find him either in a cave system because those are usually pretty dark or some other dark area just because of his light sensitivity and maybe it's kind of like rebirth where you go down with a bunch of people in a group but a lot of your comrades keep getting picked off one by one Mm -hmm. and you guys and eventually you're the only one left having to just survive with light and get out as fast as you can honestly i think that'd be really cool i would like to see something like that but you never know speaking of canon this story is actually at least a part of it which is the roman tunnels is canon to the overarching amnesia fan base and like entire entirety of all the games that they have because the roman tunnels are technically a portal to the other world 
and it's just there it's all about the other world and like these otherworldly creatures that are horrifying and blah 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 and all the scientists of the other world did the experiments on humans when humans actually were able to get over there in the other games you can figure that out and kind of see the aftermath of what happened there so i do like how the roman tunnels actually connect into you know how humans ended up into the other world that we find in rebirth yeah. and kind of makes that all connect so that's honestly really cool to me is that they were able to tie the other amnesia games into this one even though it wasn't directly related that does look like it's about all the time we have today discussing amnesia the bunker in my opinion it's like a 20 out of 10 it's the most amazing horror game i've ever seen it's super clean super interactive it's something i've never seen before in a horror game in my opinion honestly i'd rate it the same i'd probably even go to say like a 25 because holy crap it's so spooky and so scary and it gives you that sense of dread that you kind of look for in these horror games Mm -hmm. and that honestly is just so cool like that's the thing when i'm always trying to like find new horror games to play that's what i'm looking for is that there's actually that sense of dread or like that sense of fear to actually like be able to get you to like get your heart rate up those jump scares i just that's like my favorite part about these games so 25 out of 10 definitely would recommend buying it's such a good game We hope to see you next Sunday where we will be discussing The Silence, a 2016 horror film. I'm Briella. And I'm Katie. And this was Sunday Night Unknown's Amnesia the Bunker.